What's up, what's up, Set Apart fam? I'm your host, Jamie Lynn Molnow, and I'm super pumped that you are tuning in today for delightful, encouraging, real, true, and honest word. <laughs> Listen, I believe that this word that I'm sharing today is very timely for right now. It's timely for anybody who has breath in their lungs. And I believe that we are going to be so magnetic and strong and known for walking with God in everything we put our hands to. Listen, regardless of what sphere of influence you're in or seven mountains, whatever you want to call it, we are called to take the top of these mountains and be influential. And the only way we can influence others is to water our heart with the spirit and feed it with the word of God and walk in the things that he reveals to us in this walk in relationship with God. So my hope and heart is that when you tune in, you are encouraged to walk with God in all that you're doing, that you have faith to continue to believe in the things that he said he's going to do in the sphere of influence that you're putting your hands to. Because Deuteronomy 30 says that every to everyone who loves him, that whatever we put our hands to will become prosperous. And there's so many valuable, incredible promises in Deuteronomy 30 for you and for me. He will fulfill it. So this podcast specifically is going to encourage you to lean in and endure so that we can have the crown of life on our head and be the mature bride that he has called us to be. But with before we dive into this, I want to read a review that somebody left that really means a lot. And guys, if you find value in this podcast, it helps so much and it means so much if you can go leave a review and rate this to help get it out there so our set-apart family can continue to grow. So this review says, Jamie Lynn is such a light. She's so engaging, wise, and delightful. The content in these podcasts are rich, relevant, real, inspiring, and encouraging. Jamie Lynn's love for people and Jesus is so evident in everything she puts her hands, words, and heart to. You will be challenged, blessed, and most importantly, drawn to the heart of the Father. Thank you, Courtney, for that review. That means so much. That's the goal. That's the heart behind this, that we would grow as a family, that we would be encouraged to be the courageous men and women that God has called us to be, but we can't be that without him and we can't be that without one another. So without further ado, please enjoy this week's episode and I will be joining you next week for another beautiful podcast release of Set Apart with Jamie Lynn Wallnow. Okay, if there's anything I get pumped about, it's about the message that I'm sharing with you today. I want our generation to be a generation who leans into the Lord and leans into the process because they see value in the process. We have to see value in the process. There are so many things that I have gone through and I have grown up in that if I would not have leaned into the process, I would have failed miserably. When you join a sport, you can't just dive in and play a game. You have practices for a reason. You have preparation for a reason. You probably have muscle groups that you have to work out that you use in the sport that lead up to you being able to play with excellence in the games. And as years continue to go on, guess what? You get better and you get better and you get better. So that's kind of the picture I have. But with social media, I feel like this is such an overused example, but we really are in a microwave type world where things are just easily accessible. How can I do this? How can I do that? But if we as men and women who love the Lord in every sphere of influence can lean into the process while continuing to feed our hearts with the word and water it with the spirit of God, meaning walking in friendship with him, 
then I believe that we will be the most influential people in every sphere of influence because that's what the Lord has called us to do. That's what he's called us to be. And it's going to require mature sons and daughters to take this on. So let me share this with you. God did not design the journey to a promise to be miserable. I believe he designed it for us to persevere through trials, grow in character, and become a mature bride with him. Have you ever spent time with your significant other or best friend and you didn't accomplish the goals for the day together that you had planned, yet you both still had fun because you were together and you enjoy each other's company? Done that many times. I believe that's what God designed the journey to be with him like. Does that make sense? <laughs> I believe that's what the journey with God is supposed to be like. It's so adventurously close to him that even when things don't go the way we hoped they'd go, he was more than enough for us that day. He was more than enough for us in that process. He was more, he is so much more than enough. God gives us prophetic words so we can get excited and prepare for the ones that need preparation. He doesn't give them to us to tease us or make us impatient. He does it because he's kind. He loves to let us know that what we desire is true, it's real, and it will come to pass because he's not a liar plot twist. However, if we're not careful how we view the promises, then we might find ourselves putting expectations on how we think the promise will be fulfilled rather than waiting in anticipation for the way God is going to fulfill it. How many times have we done this? Oh, it reminds me of a vase of fresh cut roses in a beautifully planted rose bush. We often hear a word from the Lord and we think that we're going to have a vase of roses or the promise arrive tomorrow and be fulfilled however to have long lasting because you know that those roses are gonna die in the vase in like a week okay however to have that long lasting and eternal fruit i believe the words planted in good soil which this is biblical take time to grow even as it grows it grows through all different types of storms and weather but because it's deeply rooted in taking time to grow by the watering of the spirit and the food of the word of God, it cannot be shaken and it is fulfilled and grown in its perfect maturity. Listen, I used to be a super impatient person and I can tell you that I am patient because I have seen God do such huge life-changing things in my life that I had to lean into the process with him for and trust him and I had I was not perfect in any of those journeys but because I embraced those journeys thank God things ended up turning out the way they did because of it I had several promises where I thought God would do it one way because I assumed hey God you're gonna do it this way but really he was smirking because he had a better way for it to happen his plans are always good he sees more of the picture than we can and longs for his sons and daughters to receive the promises with joy, like a gift. It's when I put expectations on the promise that I have lost trust in knowing that God's ways are better than Jamie Lynn's ways. Skirt. Okay, I'm going to say that again, okay? Tune your ear. It's when I put expectations on the promise that I've lost trust in knowing that God's ways are better than Jamie Lynn's ways. I've also come to learn that when I think God should do it one way, I'm not even ready for the promise because my heart isn't in a place to fully receive it. I don't want to be upset if he releases something beautiful in a way that I can't recognize it or receive it. 
this is getting real. Let's just be real, okay? Let me repeat myself. God may be releasing the promise to you in such a creative way that we can miss it if we're not surrendered to the way he longs for it to happen. Okay, one summer I went on a 40-day liquid fast in another state completely off my phone and internet. We can have a little Selah moment. I said exactly what you think I did. (laughs) Jesus said, when you fast, and let me say fasting is a very important integral part of my lifestyle. It is a big deal and it's amazing and I never want to stop the fast because his presence is so amazing. Anyways, that will be for another podcast. Maybe I'll name it something different so you'll actually like listen to it and I'll trick podcast you where it's not like fasting. Join me to discover... (laughs) I'm just kidding. Okay, back on topic. Okay, so I'm doing this 40-day fast. I plan on staying at one of my friend's lake houses with her while she prepared to sell her home. However, the Lord created a new adventure for me in this fast. In Proverbs 16.9, Solomon wrote, In his heart a man plans his course, but the Lord determines his steps. (laughs) It's like the story of my life. In Jamie Lynn's heart... She plans the course, but the Lord determines her steps. (laughs) That's what happened during this fast. I ended up going to another part of the state to stay with the family for three days, then on to a friend's house for two weeks. And this was really shocking for me because I thought I was going to be somewhere for 40 days, like one place. And boy, oh boy, did I like to plan. And this may not seem like a big deal, but this is where I personally really learned this lesson, which I learn a lot of things when I'm fasting and really like sensitive to what he's saying. It was such a gift from the Lord because I was fasting about marriage. Each home I stayed in ended up opening my heart to more questions with God and more growth in each stage of marriage. In the first home was two parents whose children were older, moved out, married, or dating. And the second home was two parents whose kids were in elementary school and high school. And the third home was a family with two toddlers. God had something powerful to reveal to me in his beautiful design of the family unit for each stop. And I'm really grateful for that. Though I made plans to stay in one place for 40 days, God ordered my steps differently and opened my eyes more to his goodness. That may not sound that exciting, but I mean, there's even stories about how (laughs) when I knew Lance was my husband, which could be another podcast in itself, I just thought, like, when he pursued me, like, first of all, I knew he was my husband. Six months later, then he told me he liked me. Six months after that, then he chose to pursue me. (laughs) And I don't remember how many years after that we actually got married, but there was a breakup and a break in between then. And I really, really thought that when he first came, I thought he was going to propose, like, on our first date like the way he pursued me. I really had this expectation of how it would happen. And can I just say at the moment, that's how I wanted it to happen. That's really how Jamie Lynn wanted it to happen. (laughs) But thank God he didn't tell me how long it would be. Thank God, because I don't know that I would have been like, yes, that's from you, God. There was a lot of uncertainty in it. But even when I was crying or upset because I didn't understand, I would lean into the Lord, even in my immaturity. (laughs) so many immature moments I would lean into the Lord and there was there were moments where I was grumbling and complaining okay and grumbling and complaining can create such a toxic atmosphere on your journey that you miss out on the very things that God was wanting to prepare you for and equip you and to joyfully receive what's to come in Proverbs it says it's better to live (laughs) in a desert than with a quarrelsome nagging wife okay 
Well, when we put this in perspective of being God's bride, we can see that our complaining is like nagging to our heavenly husband and to our friends. Ladies, God is too good for us to waste our time complaining. And gentlemen, (laughs) men can complain too. Let's be real. But didn't we learn this lesson by reading about the Israelites missing out on the promised land because they were complaining? Like for real guys, what could have taken like 13, 14 days ended up taking 40 years. That's a pretty big deal. You take this long journey with God and because you were complaining, you miss out on the very thing you longed for. Complaining can really cause everyone around you um, to distance themselves. And you can cause others to come into your toxic environment with you. That's one of my pet peeves. And this is not God's nature and this is not his inheritance for you. I remember there were moments in my journey with Lance where I would go and complain to my friends and complain to my friends. And here's the thing. When you know who you are and you love the Lord, it can be really dangerous when you're complaining to people because then they think that, oh, that's true. And they're only hearing one side of the story. So you're bringing them into your toxic complaining and quote what we would call, I'm just processing with you, which to me can straight up be gossip. <laughs> and it usually is gossip and complaining. And that probably prolonged the journey because of my immaturity, to be honest with you. And it allowed the opinions of people to come in that weren't holy and set apart. And this is what I mean. Um, There were a few people who would always remind me of what the Lord had said, encourage me and whatnot. But I remember um, when Lance and I went on our break and or when we broke up, I remember the Lord gave me a dream and he showed me. Um, he really revealed to me that when Lance and I got back together, um, which is it once again, it's a long story, but the Lord showed me that it was important for me to process with Lance first and then let Lance know if I was going to process with somebody else. Now, Lance trusts who I process with. We've already had this conversation, but I do not complain to my girlfriends about my husband, period. I do not complain. I do not speak ill of him or anything like that because he is a promise from God that I inherited from God. He is an inheritance for our bloodline to come. Like he is the man that will raise our kids. We're going to have great, great grandchildren, great, great, great grandchildren. Like he is a promise. He is an inheritance that he's an answer to prayer. Why would I complain about that? (laughs) Why would I complain about how good and amazing this is? And I will tell you, this has totally changed our relationship dynamic. Like we've had an amazing marriage and I know we've only been married for a little over a year, but listen, it has totally changed the dynamic of, of just laughter and kindness and considering him before myself and not letting, like, I don't even have judgmental critical thoughts about him in my head because I stopped that thing and I severed it and I don't make room for it because we become the things we behold. And if we're beholding, grumbling and complaining, hello, It reminds me of, well, one of my favorite books in the Bible is James. And I love the book of James. Listen, if you don't, if you're not reading your word, the word of God, I'm going to actually read some scripture right now because I want to encourage you. And this can be you reading the word by listening to it today. But the book of James is one of my favorite books in the Bible. I think it's incredible about walking in the character and nature of his goodness. So many of you heard this. Well, let's talk about it. So James 1 Verse 2, consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, (laughs) the Jamie Lynn version, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith 
develops perseverance. Perseverance must finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Okay, that's amazing. (laughs) If any of you lacks wisdom, he should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to him. Is there something that you need that is a character, like, A characteristic in the nature of God. Do you need more wisdom? Do you need self-control? Do you need patience? Do you need peace? Ask him. He gives generously to all without looking at you saying that you're at fault. (laughs) It will be given to you. But when we ask, we must believe and not doubt because he who doubts is like a wave of the sea blown and tossed by the wind. That man or woman (laughs) should not think he will receive anything from the Lord. He's a double-minded man, unstable in all he does. Listen, we can't say that we believe one thing, but our actions don't say the other. That's called being double-minded. It's like, yeah, I'm going to do this, and then you don't do it. Or, yeah, I know that God's good. God, I don't believe you. I don't know. God, yeah, I asked you, God. You said that you would give me more wisdom because I asked you for wisdom. Well, I don't know if wisdom's going to come through in this situation. That's not what we're called to do. No, when we marinate in the word, we've got to believe what we read. Or why are you even wasting your time reading it? And you know he's faithful. You could probably list five things right now that God has done, whether small, medium, large, whatever kind of size promise you would consider it. To me, they're all miraculous and amazing that he has done in your life that could remind you of how faithful he is. Okay, let's continue. Let's go to verse 12. James 1 verse 12. Blessed is the man who who perseveres under trial because when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life that God has promised to those who love him. When tempted, no one should say, this is a big one, God is tempting me for God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he tempt anyone, but each one is tempted when, I love, I love how it is kind of God to give a scripture. Can we just be real for a second? Because this to me relates so strongly to promises. Let me go back. I know I didn't finish. I know. We're in chapter 13. James 1, chapter 13. When tempted, no one should say, God's tempting me. For God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he tempt anyone. But each one is tempted when by his own evil desire, he is dragged away and enticed. So in my flesh, when I desire something, I can be enticed right then. And then after that desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin. And sin, when it is full grown, gives birth to death. You know, there's a lot of things coming out in the public eye right now in America, in the church, just a lot of people who have had a lot of hidden sin. And it's crazy because the Bible just warns us when our flesh, when our own evil desire, our own own evil desire is what drags us away. It's not the Lord tempting us. The Lord is not going to tempt you to be evil, okay? He is so good and he's so amazing. So we, if we lack self-control and we are if we're being a glutton if we are gossiping if we are what name it what is the area that you feel you struggle in are you having judgmental critical thoughts towards people and it's not out loud but it's internal same thing as being out loud people um are you doubting are you lacking faith in an area that you know you're to have faith in guys all we have to do is ask him god i need your help here lord would you help give me Like, I know self-control is within me. You planted everything I need within me. Lord, would you water self-control and help me? Spirit of God, would you help me walk in power? Okay? So even in the promises, what's coming up? This is cool. This is something I love. God promises you something. 
things come up, right? So you get impatient. I'm not saying this to everybody. I'm giving an example. But like maybe you get impatient or maybe your expectations are are one way and you literally think that's how God's going to do it, which is an honest thing that happens to so many people. It's happened to me many times. All these things come up and they help reveal where you really are in your walk with God. And the best part to me is that in his kindness, he reveals these things in the journey. And guess what? We get to ask him to come shine his light in it and be our strength in those areas of weakness. I think that's amazing. I was so impatient at times with Lance and I didn't understand. And I was mature. (laughs) I was immature. And I would say, God, help me. I know that if this is you, you will give me patience. I know that if this is you, you will give me patience. Pride. I know that pride can show up like this in the journey. Well, it's going to happen like this, and this is the way it is. Pride, to me, can manifest as expectation. (laughs) Wow. That's the first time I've said that and heard that. Okay. Um, Did anybody else feel the wind on that? Or did our AC just turn on in the house? (laughs) I'm just kidding. Um, Pride can come up. And it's like, are you humble enough to say, God, I know that I hear your voice. I have no idea. I want to know if I interpreted what you said properly. God, is this dream that I'm standing on of being the president of United States of America? I don't know. (laughs) Is that you? And if it is, or did that dream mean something else? Like, what, what did it mean? Like, are you humble enough to open your hands and say, God, I know I hear you. I just need you to show me how I hear you. What did you mean? And be willing to be wrong. And it's not about right or wrong. It's about growing. Because when I look back at even my journey with Lance, which is probably the longest journey, one of the longest journeys, um, and it's just so fresh, that I'm like, when I look back on this journey, I am so grateful for what God produced in me. I'm so grateful for the timing of it. I'm so grateful for realizing that it was never about the promise, ever. Like, I know that's crazy. Well, why would he say it? Well, it was always about God. And when I would cry in my closet alone in prayer, I would always be reminded of how faithful he was. And it was always about how I heard him. It was always like, God, this is what I heard. But what did you mean? Because I can't live without knowing you and your voice. You know how hard it is to be in a relationship with somebody on earth when on earth, (laughs) how hard it is to be friends with somebody where communication, you just can't seem to get it right. You keep, we've all had a friend like this or friends or a boss or something, somebody like this in our life where you've been misunderstood or you've misunderstood them time and time again. And it's really frustrating. And if you really dive in and you keep going for it one day, you just all, all of a sudden understand one another and your communication grows and it gets amazing when you're willing to put in the work. That reminds me of my relationship with God. And how we would just continue to lean in. Lord, how do I hear you? I know that you're faithful. And the only way for me to understand your your character and your nature is not only for me to read your word, but to spend time in prayer, which is conversation with God. And are you listening in that time more than you're speaking? Because that's a good dictator of um, how you view the relationship. Because he has a lot he wants to reveal to you. And he doesn't do anything on earth without first revealing it to sons and daughters. That's in the word of God. Okay, so if he's going to do something, he's going to reveal it to his sons and daughters on earth first and then do it. So he has a lot of secrets he wants to share with you. And I think that's really cool. 
let's continue. So, let's see. Okay. So don't, okay, James 1, verse 16. Don't be deceived, my dear brothers. Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. He chose to give us birth through the word of truth, that we might be a kind of first fruits of all he created. I love it. Okay. I believe that in all of this, I could keep going in the book of James, guys, like I really could, but then it would kind of get off topic. I'll have to do that another time. Just read the scripture. I love it. But start in the book of James today and meditate in this. Consider it pure joy, my brothers, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith develops perseverance. Perseverance must finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. There are times when God puts us in situations that we are not ready for, but he prepares us when we're in them. But I believe that these hard journeys to the breakthrough. Like, I know people keep saying, this is a new season, this is breakthrough, because that's the word we want to hear. But I believe this is a season. Lana Vosser put out a word that is amazing about endurance. So if, I don't know if you know who Lana Vosser is, but I would go to lanavosser.com or Google Lana Vosser and look up her most recent prophetic word. Look her up on Instagram. But it is about endurance and the importance of enduring where we are right now, pushing forth a little longer before we see the fruit of what he has said, but trusting and leaning and knowing that he will do what he said. And to me, I delight in that because I know that when I lean into the process and when I lean into the Lord, that Jamie Lynn will be able to handle in character without stumbling, without falling, without compromise whatever he puts in front of me, even if I don't feel prepared in the natural, that my heart and that my spirit would be strong and ready to learn with humility and courage to be everything he made me to be with him, to do it with him, to create with him. And I think that as we continue to just trust this process and lean into him, the fruit is amazing. Guys, Lance and I got married at the perfect time. I love who he is. He loves who I am. I love the version of Jamie Lynn that he got when we got married rather than one he would have gotten like a year before or two years before. I'm not even kidding. Like, thank you, God, that you were so kind that that happened. (laughs) So when I think about leaning in, I think about what happened with me and Lance. And be patient with yourself. Don't be hard on yourself. I know there's a lot of speakers that have different beliefs about... (laughs) Um, you know, God, God can do it in a moment, which he can. I totally believe that. But I also believe that we're all in the school of understanding and learning and growing in areas of our life with God in his word, where it's going to require us embracing the process. Like we're in school. We're always in school with God. And sometimes we get to be a professor, but even when you're a professor, listen, when I went to grad school, it wasn't like, look what I know. I have my master's degree. It was like, whoa, I realized how much I don't know. The more I learned, the more I realized I didn't know. And I feel that way with God. And my hope and my prayer for everybody tuning in is that we would realize how much more there is for us to discover, how much more there is for us to experience, how much more truth there is for us to walk in so that we will be unstoppable, unbreakable. Is that a word? Why does that sound so weird right now? The point is... (laughs) 
(laughs) that we would be completely courageously who he designed us to be, knowing that our God will do exactly what he said he would do in his word and to us prophetically and in our lives prophetically. So trust him. Do you trust him? Trust the process. When something comes up, don't be hard on yourself. Don't be hard on other people. Be patient. Encourage one another to lean into him. That's the best advice I could ever give my friends. What has the Lord said? Have you been leaning into him? Well, let's see what the Lord said. You pray about it. Get back to me and let's see what he says. Because if we can learn and practice to go to the Lord first before we process with the friend, it'll change everything. And it'll make the journey so much more fun. And guys, it could come a lot faster if we lean in and we don't grumble and complain. And that could be another podcast in itself. Going back to reviewing the grumbling and complaining. Don't bring people into a toxic environment of your grumbling and complaining. You have such power and authority in your words. You carry life and death in the, in the power of your tongue. Do you really think that Jesus would be complaining and grumbling and gossiping and slandering and frustrated out loud like that? No, that's probably not representing life. But you and I were made to represent life. And it's okay if you have done it. Go apologize, repent, and just stop doing it. Teach yourself to stop doing it. <laughs> whatever it takes and ask the Lord. I love that in the book of James, whatever we need, ask for it. And those who believe will receive what God has said. And so I believe this for you. If God has spoken something over your life, if he has shared a promise with you, will you believe it? Will you trust it? Will you trust it enough to know that if you thought it was literally coming tomorrow, that you'd be okay that it was coming in a month? in a year, in two years. Would you be okay if it never happened because maybe he was saying something else? You know what I'm saying? Like, can we position our hearts to care more about being with God and understanding how he speaks and what he's saying than assuming and diving in with expectation? We can dive in with anticipation instead. And so I bless you guys. I believe in what God has spoken over your life and my life. And I am one who is genuinely excited and patient in the journey. One of the words over this year for my life is that as a prophet, I can see what's coming, but that I would enjoy where I am right now, that I would have just this peace and um, just this settling and knowing that he's going to do what he said he would do. And I really do feel that way. And I'm excited because... The timing is everything. I want it when he has it, not when Jamie Lynn thinks it should be. Because then that's pride and that's me not trusting God. That's me trusting Jamie Lynn. And Jamie Lynn can only get so far in this life, okay? So I hope that this was encouraging to you. I really do. And if you find value in this podcast, would you please share it with your friends, subscribe, rate it, leave a written review. Those last things that I just shared really help get the word out. And I really appreciate it. I love our Set Apart fam. You can now go to jamielinwallnow.com and you can subscribe to my email list. You can subscribe to this podcast. You can read more about what I do in life and what's going on. And I'm so honored that you would join me, that you would still be on this podcast listening to Lady night thoughts with jamie lynn walnow um which is not the name of this podcast but i really do love you guys and i cannot wait to see what god does in your life in my life as we run together but one thing i know is he's good he's faithful and he doesn't lie so if he said he's gonna do it he's gonna do it so let's trust him be patient with ourselves as we continue so that we can persevere 
endure the race, have that maturity and that crown of life on our head together and celebrate one another as they happen, as it, as each promise comes to fruition. Love you guys so much. I hope you have a great day. And I will be catching you next week on this podcast. Have a good one.